Welcome back, guys, to another roundtable. My name is Adam Victor Ruslan. Once Hello. again, with me. Thank you for joining us on this roundtable. So previously, we talked about there was one roundtable that we did that yep. we were talking about how to find multibaggers, part one. So this is going to be part two. And in that previous video, we were talking about pricing power. Yes. So if you check out our previous video on on that pricing power, we're talking about how uh, pricing power in a company is kind of like a clue that they kind of have like a like an economic mode that allows them to raise prices all right? affecting so, their business all right. and, and that yeah, makes yeah. for a pretty good investment yep. and beyond pricing power we also want to have another component which goes along with pricing power which is scalability because no, no point charging charging high prices but you don't have the scale that goes along with it so in this video in this round table we can talk about scale so yep. when we talk about scale a lot of people think like you know it's just about being big big business as big as you can but i think there's a little bit more that goes into scalability and we're going to discuss that today all right so uh let's introduce scalability and really explain and define what scalability really is. Okay, so to put it in a simpler way, right? Uh, let's talk about a medical doctor business. Yeah. So I always ask myself, in that one hour, how many patients can the doctor serve, right? So if you calculate, it's about maybe at most five or six patients. They can that's see. actually pretty fast, man. Yeah, that's pretty fast. <laughs> right? I think probably it's like I don't know what the doctor three is or four or something, right? Okay, three or four. Okay, so that is the the max they can do for that single hour. Yeah, and yeah. of course, doctor don't, they, the single doctor won't, won't, work, won't work 24 hours, right? Yeah. Then if you compare it to a Starbucks business, right? Mm -hmm. In that one hour, how many people can buy, you know, the Starbucks a cup coffee, of coffee, a yeah. cup of coffee, right? Yeah. So that's the, the, the business itself, that one outlet can serve a lot of customer in the single hour as compared to the medical doctor business. Mm -hmm. So that in terms is what I call much a more a scalable business as compared to a medical doctor business. Mm. Yeah. Then we have another type of business, which is the software business, right? Like mm. companies, our platform business like Amazon, right? In that one hour, how many customers can Amazon serve? Like millions. Millions yeah. or maybe unlimited. There's no cap to it, you know, mm -hmm. it's uncapped, right? So you can see the scalability forms in a way of the first one, which is the medical business, which is a service type of business. As it goes to the product business, it becomes more scalable. And it goes to the software business, it becomes much more scalable than the rest of the other types of industry. Yeah, so right. scalability isn't actually just about size. Yep, it's it about is. the type of business model that actually allows you to grow much bigger. Yep, yep. So like a medical doctor, how many patients can you see in an hour? Yep, not not right. many, right? There's a okay. limit to the amount of time that you have. And then it comes to a Starbucks, it's actually a physical product, easier right. to scale. But there's a little bit of service that goes into that as well, right? Because you yep. can make the coffee and all that. It's kind of limited yeah. in the amount of cup, cup, cups of coffee you can sell in the Starbucks. And, and then, I think they can also uh, open new branches and they got a lot of branches. Right? Yeah, of that's, that's how you can scale the yeah. thing. Yeah. And then it goes into more physical products that you can like just scale. Yep. And then mm. it goes into software, which is unlimited in a sense. Because yes. it's like, there's nothing that holds you is back. It's yeah. just cold. Yeah. So just your duplicate. business must have the skill first, right? Yeah. Then after that, then you you have the runway, right? You you get the growth, you expand. But if you do not have the skill, it's very hard to expand. And right? when you talk about skills, it's usually because you're looking for growth. Yeah, correct. Because yeah. if you want to look, you say, yeah. I'm a growth investor, yeah. I want to look for multi-baggers, what you're looking for is growth. And part of that growth will come from scale. Yep. How far, how big can the business grow? Yep. And it's not just about, so now we're discussing, it's not just about the size, but yep. it's the, the business model. Yep. So yep. not not to say that Starbucks is a bad business, it's yep. a great business, but compared to an Amazon, yeah. is less scalable. Correct. 
So the potential is the limit is a bit lower. Yeah, yeah. but still good business, right? Yeah, because yeah. traditionally you still need a lot of capital to rent a place. You need to put a deposit with the landlord. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so those require a lot of capital, right? Again, Amazon, they, of course, they require data centers and all that, which also has a heavy. But like what Victor said, they can actually accommodate to millions of people mm -hmm. or hundreds. So sometimes they are like you know prime days where you got a lot of customer coming in at one shot. Okay. They can serve those without problem. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So that, I mean, let's talk about that. The next part where you talk about in uh, capital, because like for Starbucks yeah. to expand. You open stores is a bit yep. expensive, yeah. uh, but when it comes to something like Amazon, yeah, I know you said they have data centers. That's pretty expensive as well, warehouses mm. and all that. But it's still cheaper than owning a retail chain, right? Yeah, in a sense, right? <laughs> yes. So that it's it's the the business model allows them to invest a, a little bit of capital to expand and scale a lot, but fast, yeah. much faster. Yeah, yes, yeah. So actually, if you look at the last uh, twenty years, right? Yeah. Look at the top. Uh, 10 largest company in the US, right? For example, uh, in 2001, you have companies like GE, Microsoft, Exxon, Pfizer, Citigroup, Walmart, and the list goes on, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, if you compare, look at the companies that uh, we have in the US, uh, the top 10, uh, the companies you can have totally changed, okay? So you look at the applied scalability on uh, the companies that we have today, you look at the top 10, uh, you're looking at the Apple, which their business model actually asset like in nature. They don't really manufacture their own iPhone. They mm -hmm. actually uh, sub it out to TSMC and then they get Foxconn to you know, assemble the phones for them, right? And of course, you also have Microsoft, which still stay number two as of today. Uh, number three, you have Alphabet. Again, they're also a software type of business. Uh, they are hosted on the clouds so where you can do your search and all that. And now of course, we have Amazon, which we just you know, talked about it early on and followed by that is uh, Facebook, Tesla, Berkshire, Hathaway, Visa and, the, and then the list goes down. Mm. Right. So uh, the diff big difference between the, you know, 20 years ago versus now is that the companies that are actually a lot bigger today are those companies that are asset-like in nature right? Yeah. and versus in the past traditionally before internet become very popular or rather smartphone uh, you know, the traditional industries yeah. like you know, your oil and gas, ExxonMobil uh, the one that actually dominate the, the most right? Mm. but those businesses requires a lot of capital okay if you look at the business model of ExxonMobil look at the you know industry that the amount of money they have to invest uh, on the upstream itself they need to invest in EMP right? explorations and uh, production those, those actually especially on the sea you know you need to put a rig on that that costs tons of money right hundreds of millions if not billions 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 yeah and billions, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah yeah so that itself i think it requires a lot so the more that they expand you know the more money that they, they needed right and then of course they also have to invest in refinery uh and of course uh they have a chemical business all this actually adds up you know it's actually a very capital intensive business if you look at their asset total asset in their balance sheet right you can see the ExxonMobil fixed asset alone account about 227 billions mm -hmm. right which is big right yeah. and if you look at the total assets that they have is about 332 uh, billion okay so that gives you a percentage of around uh, 68 percent so all their assets most of it actually fixed okay so that is the kind of amount capital that yep. requires for them to get you know additional just to sales. operate the business right yeah. to, to run the business, business. Yeah. yes on, on the other hand i mean it's not an apple to apple comparison but you know if you look at google right, for example right they probably have they can start this business from the garage right that's what, is what <laughs> yeah. happened right? that's what happened to <laughs> yeah. google right and yeah. then they founded the business and you know started people started to search more as more people own the computer they don't have to you know, give computer to other people people buy the computer themselves and they can just simply in the early days right they can just simply go and google do a google search and google can start to monetize it through advertising other clicks uh cost per click or cost uh, per impression okay so that alone uh not as a scale of course google need to invest in data center uh, and but you know they can serve so 
million, so many millions of customers yeah, in the billions, early days. And today's yeah. they are serving billions, yeah. right? And yeah, so they can take amount of kind of loads that you know. And if you look at the uh, asset, the fixed asset that is required for Alphabet, uh, the company. If you look at the balance sheet itself. A lot of uh, their assets actually mostly in uh, cash and uh, market securities, right? Because their investment. But if you look at the fixed asset alone, it's only like you know eighty five billion against their total asset about three hundred twenty billion. Okay, mm-hmm. and that gives you a percentage about twenty six percent. All right, so that Alphabet actually generally require lesser fixed capital to grow the additional amount of dollars, right? Yeah. So if you look at these two businesses, right? Uh, let me give you an analogy, right? So if you look at the two companies, right? So but let's say these two companies both earn about a million each, okay? And company A maybe requires a fixed asset of about 10 million. Company B requires more capital, 20 million. And if you look at, you know, let's say apply these two companies, they have both have the same amount of demand, right? And they can generate additional 1 million. Okay, so company A just need to come up with additional 10 million. Company B need to generate, come up with another 20 million to generate the same amount of million mm-hmm. dollar in terms of earnings. Yeah, so yeah. it's a lot slower for the, for the second, for the second company, 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 yeah, right? because yeah. you need more capital to grow. Yeah, yeah. so I think that's, what's, that's what Victor has pointed out. I mean, yep. before, uh, you know, the internet came along, was, everything was like the yep. old economy. Yes. Yep. Right, so old economy, you need a lot of like expensive yep. stuff to kind of like grow yep. the business, but so now it's different. I think that's basically what Bruce mean also saying, you know, we compared with the 20 years ago, right? So yeah. the 20 years ago, the companies are generally the more capital intensive companies, yeah, yeah. right? More industrial companies, right? And and in the old days, if you read Peter Lynch's book, he says that the, when the company get too big, it's very hard to grow 20% mm. continuously. Yeah. But then now you are seeing all those like large cap, mega caps, they are still growing at 20% even it, though it, they got very huge. It's Why? It's crazy, yeah. Because they, their capital investment, their business model is totally different from the past. Mm-hmm. In the past, if, uh, if you are still living in the past, of course, that still makes sense. But right now, uh, a lot of the companies right they are really turning into asset like companies so you look at all those singapore companies right now i mean the government is now trying to turn all those capital intensive business into asset like at this moment right yeah Yeah. i mean a good example is capital land right they're trying to restructure the company into a more asset like asset like business model yeah yeah Yeah, that kind of makes sense so of course uh we can't ignore the hardware kind of business especially if you come to chips right i mean china is is investing heavily on not building their own reliant chips and also that they don't rely on third party right so that hardware itself of course, uh, it doesn't really give a good return on investment, but you know it makes sense for them to invest because it's all more like a national <laughs> service rather than a good investment. All right. So yeah. just to say, it's not that you no know, capital-intensive businesses are bad businesses. They are also yeah. they are also good and great yes, businesses. Correct. There, it's just that you just have to be aware that when it comes to growth, it takes a bit longer because yeah. you need more capital to grow. Whereas yeah. if you look at a Google it's so much more easy to scale and that's why the growth is so much faster and that's all because it's all possible because of the internet today I mean if the company is growing I do not want them to return capital to me Yeah, I want them to continue to grow increase the return of investor capital right yeah. So, so actually, you look at the performance for Alphabet and ExxonMobil, right? Over the last uh, 20 years, of course, uh, Alphabet only got listed in 2004. Uh, the return between ExxonMobil and Alphabet, I think the the gap is so big. And mm-hmm. if you look at Alphabet return, I think as of today, we are looking at almost 50 times mm-hmm. of return uh, versus ExxonMobil. I mean, if I would, I, I didn't include the dividends here, but if you look at the return, it's only like 
less than hundred percent. If I include dividend, maybe probably will get up to hundred. Yeah, but probably not like you say in the apples apples comparison, comparison because yes. you know Google was such a small company, it's like a smaller base. Yeah, yeah. grew up, but then it, it just it, still it brings yeah. the point of uh, how scalable yeah. Google yeah. How, is. How fast it has grown. Yeah, the amount of time. But the yeah. thing is that both of them have the same amount of assets, mm-hmm. three hundred over billion, yeah. or roughly the same. You yeah. know, very close. But, yeah, very close. But yet one is generating more yeah. free cash flow as compared right. to the rest. Right? So yeah. so even though Alibaba have a lot of asset, right? Actually, bought actually in the form of cash and also. Mm. Uh, yeah. Investment, right? Okay. So, yeah. So I think Rusmin has pointed out a quick way to kind of like have a look at how capital yep. intensive a business is. Just take a look at the balance sheet, how much of their fixed assets you know they have compared to the total assets. Yeah. That's yep. one way to look at it. And I think um, you know I think there was a there's a there was a you know when we were talking about the top ten companies in the U S today. Yep. Uh, yeah. A lot of the names that you pointed out are famous names like Facebook, Google, Microsoft. Amazon, yeah. Microsoft, Apple, yeah. stuff like that. But was one name that stood out Tesla, which is Tesla. <laughs> yeah. And we talk a bit about like, Tesla. So yeah. Tesla, do you think? I mean, we talk about Tesla. People think it's a multi bagger, and it's got multi bagger, right? Yeah. yeah. People yeah. who got in early, they made a lot of money. I love the car. I'm so excited to have it in Singapore. Actually. Yeah. Saw a photo of that Tesla um, place in Singapore. I was in Topayo, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm happy. I mean, great car and all that. So Tesla. Uh, is there put? I mean, people will think it's it's a growth company, but would you think that Tesla is actually really scalable when it comes to the business model? When it, stuff yeah. that we explained so far, and discussed so far. I mean, yeah. if you compare the fixed asset, I think Tesla fixed asset is about 57 percent. Okay. Right. The all right. Exxon Mobil is about what sixty. Sixty plus, over percent. Sixty yeah. over percent. Okay. So uh, they're generally, I wouldn't say is. Uh, they're journey on the high side towards the uh, capital. Because yeah. ca- it's an automaker, right? Yeah. It's a factories yeah. and you yeah. make cars and all that. So, yeah. so traditionally, uh, I think all the automakers, they are also uh, considered capital intensive business. Right? So yeah. Tesla is no exception to that. But of course, they differentiate themselves uh, differently, right? I mean, if they could you know, sell the software, yep. uh, scale the software, basically this is the autonomous driving where if they can actually crack the code and they start to you know, sell it, to mm. other automotive manufacturers, and that will be a game changer for Tesla, yeah. mm. right? And the other part, of course, will be the I think battery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so battery is something where I think is traditionally, uh, you know, there's no much innovation on that, right? So if they could, you know, potentially reduce, continue to reduce the cost of battery and uh, you know, give it to and not just that the fast charging, because right now charging, battery, yeah. if like batteries can charge in like I think it's thirty minutes for eighty percent charge, yeah. but if you can do it in like five minutes, that's a game changer. Because you like you just go in, bam, <laughs> yeah. go to the, it's like yeah. going to the petrol kiosk, right? Yeah, yeah. it's five minutes, you're in and out. But yeah. if you can charge it in five minutes. Yeah. To 80%. Uh, I miss the old days where I have Nokia phones <laughs> and I can just take out the battery and change to sort the battery in. You know, it's yeah, a lot you <laughs> charge it, you're going to use it for a few days. But yeah, yeah I think Tesla is a good point because I think there are, I mean, there are a lot of Tesla fans, obviously. Yeah. And uh, Tesla is, is, is a, has a great product. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's but a very nice car. Very, very nice car. <laughs> yeah. But the business model is still constrained by it's the reality that it right. has to make cars yeah. to scale. Yep. And to make more cars, you need more factories and more capital investment. So if yep. it remains an automaker, it's not as scalable as yes. a Google and I mean a software business. Yeah. Right. But if they like you were saying, if they can if they're the first ones to crack autonomous driving level five, yeah. and they kinda of like license that that technology the, to the, other car makers, that's a yeah. different business model yeah. altogether. That, that becomes super asset like. Yeah, super yeah. asset like. Yeah. Right? That's the most difficult part to crack, right? Ninety nine percent, only one percent left that yeah. they have not been able to. <laughs> I'm crack. actually really excited for that. Yeah, I mean <laughs> that's basically what most of the Tesla fans out there are yeah. betting on, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. I mean I mean it's not just that and there's so many people competing, like yeah. there's Waymo and there's, there's some China companies Baidu, as well. Like, yeah. yeah. They're all coming into self-driving. But that probably that's gonna be a game changer yeah. if anyone cracks that first. Yeah. So I mean there's a quick discussion on Tesla because I know a lot of people are interested in Tesla and talk about multi-bag. Tesla will come up. So, but we just wanted to apply what we've discussed when it comes to scalability, the type of business model, whether it's capital intensive, and apply it to companies 
out there to really just kind of decide or evaluate how scalable a business really is. Yeah. So I hope that gave you a little bit of insight. You can go and apply it to your own uh, investments as well. So I think that's a pretty, you know, pretty good wrap up of this discussion, this roundtable. So once again, if you want to look for for growth, yep. you yeah. want to look for scale. And these are the things that you're looking for. Something that uh, the business model is naturally scalable mm-hmm. and it's a long runway yeah. and uh, not so capital intensive. Yeah. yeah. So take that into account. Uh, and of course, that doesn't mean that a, a business model has something else. It's not a bad investment as well. It's yep. just what you're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for listening to this roundtable. If you like the podcast, feel free to follow. And of course, if there's a YouTube version of this podcast as well, do check us out on YouTube. Uh, just search for the fifth person and we'll see this, uh, you know, this discussion as well in video as well. So thank you so much for listening and we'll see you around.